it's it's kind of like you know you're going in one direction you can go in one direction for like you know a certain amount of speed mm-hmm. and you you know you're going to feel the g forces but if you go in that direction and you try to turn your body's still trying to go this way while yeah. the jet's trying to go it's this like way when you get hit when you get punched in the head while you get knocked out they're all trying to go that way and you're turning the plane this way you think so? that's what chris rock felt <laughs> <laughs> no he didn't get hit very hard enough. welcome back to the wacky wonderful wise works podcast Hi. we're here again i'll keep going to these guys in the room doing a podcast is there really no sound in space is it because there's no pressure yeah but there's lasers pew, 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 pew. if you see like the death star explosion it'd be like now there might be a sound if you're on a planet You gotta start picking better, man. I pick good. You just don't like them. You pick too good. (laughs) I pick them. I pick good. Look, Daddy. Every Every time time a bell rings, an angel gets gets his wing. That's right, dude. (laughs) Dude, I can't take it. Welcome back to the WiseWorks podcast. All you guys, gals, geeks, and goofballs. Is that... Yeah, you did it perfectly. Is that not no, it? No, yeah, that was absolutely it. Shut up. <laughs> That's not That was it. It was it. I literally thought, I did, as we were coming into this episode, I was literally thinking like, yeah, we made a tagline for, the, for these episodes. People get used to it. They look forward to it. They look forward to that welcome. And every time it's Joshua's turn, I just, I can't, I, t- I said when we were listening to the intro, I don't, I can't remember what it is. Well, Wacky. I, look, shh. I Wonderful, prompted. wise words. Yeah. Podcast. I All you guys, this. gals, geeks, goofballs. What I, did I say? He said, welcome back to the Wise Works podcast. <laughs> like we're newbies on YouTube. <laughs> I thought you were going to try to be like, I can't remember. So I'm just going to say welcome to the Wise Works podcast. <laughs> um, I prompted this, you know, Joe said for me to start, and I said, well, why don't you start? It's your turn. Yeah, it's all your fault. Why? And, but I knew that some piece of gold was going to come. <laughs> I knew it. That was I weird. don't know about gold. More like. Why didn't you just play along? The turd of a of a. That would have been so funny. Um, so, all right. Playing along, switched on. It's playing on along? Now. It's on now. All right. Now you're going to be playing along. There's cool. nothing that's going to be serious in this episode. It so, was you. Stop <laughs> sniffing. Uh, Joshua's drinking a Red Bull. He's delirious from congestion. And he's farting. Congestion? Yes. Congestion. You can hear it in your oh. voice. <laughs> Nasal congestion. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you meant something else. Pull it together. Okay. So I wanted to... I wanted to uh, just say we were drinking milk here. We are. And I was it's thinking been a while. it'd be fun to have a nice tall glass that says I drink on it. Uh, <laughs> but when you fill it up with milk, the letters appear that say fast. Uh, milk fast. So yes. it says I drink milk fast. But otherwise it just says I drink. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually really good. <laughs> you started so giggling and almost spilled <laughs> almost that. Spilled your and you're like, he, he, he. So Wyatt and I are drinking milk tonight. Yeah, and it's a bad idea. No, it's not. Because I'm pretty sure I'm 
Lactose intolerant. Yeah. Uh-uh. Well, here's the thing. This is, but this I'll is a theory the of mine. I'll suffer the consequences. Look, I don't this care. is a theory of mine, okay? This is a wrong theory. Oh, I'm going to Joe tell Facts? You, Joe Science? Joe Science, right off the top. As you get skinny, you become lactose intolerant. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what you think. That's what I think. I'm not lactose. No, I was. I don't think skinny people are able to drink milk. They become lactose real quick. But. You know the people that have more life to them. What? You know, took an extra poundage. <laughs> extra poundage. Well, I was starting. I, I was starting to feel like the tummy grumblies and the um, the lactose kind of gas before I was losing weight. You think it was just poor diet? No, I think it's just you get older and you get sensitive to things. I've been fine with the diet because I've been with my, the milk. My milk consumption's never been an issue. Until very, I don't really drink it, but when so. I do, you know, m- drinking milk isn't really a problem. Uh, eating cheese is not really a problem. See, the cheese is fine. It's the ice cream. It's the I- yeah, ice cream is probably not great for you. No, but it's but not. It's not. Of course, it's not great for you. I'm telling you, for me personally, oh. ice cream. You know, oh. you know what I'm saying? Huh? It ice cream doesn't work well in my system. So I can enjoy one of the basic pleasures of human life. Interesting. Well, I was going to also like ask you guys what's going on. How are you <laughs> feeling? I know Josh is kind of feeling the same. Are you feeling any better? <clears throat> from set, from last from time we last recorded? From last podcast, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah it's we been did. a week. Yeah, it's been a week. Um, no, yeah, same. Same? Same. 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 You don't look as bad. You look. You looked pretty bad the first time. Your yeah. eye veins you were like, have subsided. But now you look much better. You have better color in your face. What about you, Joe? Anything interesting or new? Yes. Okay. Um, so I am going to be attending. Not really attending, okay. Yeah. So I'm this next week I am going to be at the final four basketball game. Mm-hmm. I won't be in the stadium, nor will I be in the hotel next to the stadium. <laughs> but I have my colleagues at work that will be attending this game, and I will be receiving firsthand footage from that game. Okay. All right? I will be editing it, wow. sending it back to my work. Dang. That's it's like so saying, fun. Yeah, that's like saying you get like a secondhand picture of the Eiffel Tower. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. I, and I'm going to be receiving a picture of the Eiffel Tower from a friend of mine in Paris, <laughs> uh, and then I will be sending it to somebody else. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. I have to be in the city where the Final Four takes place. Yeah. How come? Uh, because they have to give me the physical footage on, like, a card. Mm. Mm. You know, there are ways around this. Yeah. But we don't question things. Uh-huh. Yeah. We don't question it. Uh-huh. Right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we roll with a punches. Um, for the first time in my life, I will be going to New Orleans. Joshua, give me your first thoughts about this. How do you feel? No comment. <laughs> give us a dang comment. No comment. Give us a comment. Josh loves New or like wants to go to New Orleans. No, he thinks he loves New or- New Orleans. No, I think he's just no, said no, no, it's no. one of the places on his list that he yeah, like yeah, to visit. Yeah. He liked to visit, but he he also calls it like. Haven't you called it like your favorite place in the world? No, I can't I say that. I've never been there. No, but he does. No. He does always say New Orleans. 
And I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. And I he's think all, New Orleans. He's always going around the house. I'd love to visit New Orleans. <laughs> like, Josh, please. <laughs> what's, your, what, what's your interest in New Orleans? No, I've, I've got this kind of... I don't tell a lot of people this, but mm-hmm. you know, I got this soft part in my pulley the tug strings for a little bit of, you know, nice some jazz. Okay. I like some jazz. I don't listen to it every day, but I like it. Mm-hmm. You know, it just, it hits the spot. It's like a warm cookie with some milk. Like blankets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When you're ready a to good sleep. Kenny G, I know that's going to anger a lot of people when I say <laughs> jazz, but I like Kenny G too. Okay. Um, and I would like to go to the place, the birthplace of jazz. Yeah. New Orleans. Yeah. New Orleans. Even if I don't New like, Orleans. even there's not like a lot of people doing jazz, you know, just see it. You could probably find some cool bars down there that are doing like yeah. live jazz stuff. Yeah. I, I can see that. Yeah. And so Josh will not be attending this <laughs> trip. Um, however, I will be. So I will be sure to take a lot of mental pictures and try to describe no, them when I, I return. Don't, I don't pictures. want you to talk about your trip when you come back. Can you take, like, I can't some... say a dang thing. That's me. Can you take like some regular pictures? <laughs> Maybe. I might want to like see some of the cities and like architecture. I'll send you I a like postcard. Postcard. Yeah. That Look. would be fun. I think it's like, I don't know how many hours it is from here driving. Uh, we're not driving. Love we're love. doing the We're doing the real Real travel, real travelers method yeah. by by Sky. That's what we're doing. Well, what, what's going on in your life, Wyatt? <laughs> oh, uh, nothing. <laughs> nothing at all. No, not really. I read an interesting book. I was talking oh, about it. Yeah, a freaking. Bit you've been obsessed podcast. with Brandon Sanderson lately. This was actually the other guy, Dan Wells. Okay, <laughs> one of his books, Dan yeah. Wells and Brandon. Yeah, I I I turned it on because he writes like he has this famous series about a serial killer. Well, he's not a serial killer. He's 15 years old, and he's a sociopath, um, and he's dealing with serial killer impulses. Oh. Um, he really wants to kill people. Like, he really wants to kill people. Yeah. But um, as the story goes, it's kind of more of a it, – it's both what's going on inside of his head as he's trying to parcel out how he feels about things, and there is a – serial killer in the town that he lives in somebody who is actively killing people and he lives over a morgue so they see all the bodies mm-hmm. um or his mom and his aunt run the morgue but uh but it's like a monster book if it was just serial killers i probably wouldn't be listening to it but serial the fact killers that mixed with monsters there's a monster in the book i'm like yes I like that. Is this monster similar to like a werewolf vibe? Yes. Yes and no. It's more demon, but not like That's demon, not your thing. But not demon possession. It's an actual physical monster. It's an entity. Yeah, it's a thing that is physically killing people. Okay, I need to ask you guys this. So, a number of years ago, the Stranger Things story came about. Mm-hmm. And we experienced the upside down concept. Yeah. And the creatures from the upside down. Very strange concept that we have not really seen in stories too much, right? Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. We've we've heard of other realms, but we haven't heard of like a distorted ethereal mirroring of our realm. Yeah, we haven't got too much of that. We've gotten what did you guys initially think when you first heard of this concept as far as storytelling goes? New concept. New idea. I don't know. We remember. rarely get new ideas. Season one of Stranger so Things. Season one was Alien. With except with the addition of the Upside Down and Kids and Eleven. Which is why I bring up the Upside Down. Mm-hmm. Because I know with the monster, we've seen that narrative before. Yeah. Right. I think the I think the kind of E.T. vibe and the, you know, kind of the lab rat fire starter thing they got going on with Eleven mixed with the upside down makes it for a more interesting. If it was just like the monster, I don't think it would have been quite as interesting. I think it, the show had a lot more going for it mm-hmm. with the other stuff. So what did you think, Joshua? I don't remember <clears throat> season one that much because it's been so long. <clears throat> but you're talking about like other worlds. I mean, like well, other like mere dimensions, mere dimensions that are like this distorted uh, version of ours. You know that things do live inside of things mm. that shouldn't cross over. <clears throat> I know everybody has been spoiled for, mm-hmm. but it's one of my favorite movies because it was not spoiled for me when I watched it. it was the Sixth Sense. Okay. That's a really good movie. It's got kind of this other dimension a little bit. The kid other, sees. other dimension. Yeah, a little bit. It's kind of like a a ghost traveling dimension. You know? Yeah. That's actually in ours. Huh. So kind of like um, Insidious a little bit. Did you watch Insidious? No. Insidious is kind of like this other dimension as well, but it's inside of our dimension. It's just in the ghost realm, you know? Hmm. The ghost drama is an interesting concept, except for the upside down is a literal other dimension that is mirroring ours, right? So, it, fascinating concept. I remember watching it. Kenzie was an undergrad, and we would like watch it in her dorm room mm-hmm. on her little undergrad bed when I would have visiting hours, and we would be like, "This is such." A, we watched it on her laptop. Such a good show. This is such a crazy show. What's going on? Yeah, man? no, I, I watched it on like an old CRT. TV, mm-hmm. you know, one of the big fat ones mm-hmm. with the kind of almost bulbous screen. You mm-hmm. watch Stranger Things on that? I think so. How? Uh, How are you streaming something from Netflix on the one you, of those yeah, TVs? Yeah, you could do that if with you the, had like a laptop hooked up to it. With Xbox? Yeah. A laptop is like HDMI out. Those big old screens don't use HDMI. You can get HDMI to... The three pronged, you know, the yeah. yellow, it's red, white. So, look, okay. we did it, and we watched that. We watched Daredevil. We watched a lot of different things on that TV. Okay, we played Mario. It, it was, so it felt like you were from the eighties. It really had, <laughs> yeah, kind of had that vibe. Um, but yeah, I think we should probably transition to our yes. opening segment. Absolutely, um, we're gonna open with watching. Top Gun Maverick, the official trailer. Number two. And I haven't watched this. <laughs> I haven't either. Have you so, watched it? I clicked on it and then I clicked off of it. Because okay. you thought, we're going to watch this on our stuff, right? I wanted to make sure that it wasn't something we had seen before and it was not. But okay. I didn't see the whole thing, no. None of us have watched this. Genuine reaction. Um, we'll talk about it once we give this a go. <laughs> Let's get into it. Here we go. In three, 
What do we have here? Yeah, here I thought we were special. Fellas, this here's Bagman. Hangman. Whatever. What kind of mission is this? Everyone here is the best there is. Who the hell are they going to get to teach us? Mm. Captain Pete Maverick Mitchell. Let me be perfectly blunt. You are not my first choice. You are here at the request of Admiral Kazansky, aka Iceman. He seems to think that you have something left to offer the Navy. What that is, I can't imagine. With all due respect, sir, I'm not a teacher. I just want to manage expectations. trailer <clears throat> is this i it almost sounds like and i didn't know this before uh that the kid with the mustache i don't know what his name he's on war dogs he's on uh white whiplash. whiplash he's on is he's goose's son yeah it seems like like it seems like that's what they're doing he's got the same pathetic little mustache <laughs> yeah he's, so it's like obviously he's goose's kid <laughs> <laughs> obviously no no he said visual it. keys he said he yeah he showed a picture and it was like my dad trusts you. And, I'm not and I thought in that mistake. moment, I thought it, when he said that, he said, my dad trusts you. I thought, if it's the dude with the pathetic little mustache. <laughs> <laughs> it's Goose. Yeah. It's Goose. I don't know if you no, guys noticed about this. The, the kid in the trailer. Mm. It was like, of course. This angle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. From, a, do they call it a cockpit? In the cockpit? The yeah. cockpit of yeah. the plane. I don't know if that's the shot they call it, but yeah. The cockpit shot. The cock. <laughs> the cockpit. Cockpit shot. Yeah. <laughs> what what about the shot? Most of that trailer was taking place from this perspective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you see that? Yes. I probably counted like twenty to twenty five shots of this. in that trailer of this angle. I mean, yeah. the environment around them, them in the plane. Right? I'm gonna ask you a real serious Same question. Shot. All right. And if you answer the wrong way, you're off the podcast. Well, we will make fun of you. Oh, yeah, probably. Have you seen the first Top Gun? Yes, a long time ago. Okay. okay. Like back when we were still going to Carowinds a long time ago. You also okay. know that he's flying these jets. Yes, I'm yeah, aware so that, that Tom Cruise is actually flying. That's kind of the why they're... I'm just saying I, I'm interested. I'm, I don't know... 
for the trailer. Best foot okay. forward. All right. Not that this is a bad shot. It's actually super dynamic with some of the angles that you can get. Mm -hmm. What I'm interested in is why so many in the trailer? No. Yeah. You know, every single That's, interaction of someone flying a plane, okay. the only angle they have is Dude, this What one. do you remember the first one? Because like, that's Top Gun. It's it's kind of the the I don't know. A lot of the movie is them in planes. Mm -hmm. It's them flying. The only movie that I've ever seen that it there might be a lot out there, but I don't. I don't. I've only seen one that kind of compares to this. You ever watch Red Tail by George Lucas? Yeah, yeah I've seen that one. George Lucas took this idea of Star Wars flying spaceships and put it as the tis. Can't even say it. Tuskegee Airmen. <laughs> the Tuskegee Airmen, and that's a good movie. The um, but you know the cockpit shot has kind of been a you know this is a standard. This yeah, goes I back understand. To like Star Wars, yeah, I, Top yeah. Gun, Independence Day. It's and it's it's like people nowadays look at it mm -hmm. and be like it's the GoPro look. You know, yeah. they attached it inside of the the plane, mm -hmm. get a great view. I'm not hating on it. I think it's awesome. I'm just yeah. saying in that trailer, there was a most lot of, of it. it was this angle. Well, I'll, also, I I want to mention, and this isn't a negative okay. about the trailer, but the delivery, I think, of some of the lines what? we heard Ooh. was. I'm hoping it's not indicative of what the entire movie. No, is it will be. be. It will be. But the first you know, one's pretty cheesy, ain't it? Yeah, that's what Top Gun is, though. Yeah, it's the cheese. Yeah, but the like the 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 first one was. The first one was the first one. This mm. is not the first one. They're but trying to make a different I don't. I don't want it that. to be the first one. Um, <laughs> but, you know, the fact that they had to mention everybody's pilot name in the trailer. <laughs> Anytime they mention somebody, they mention their pilot name as well. I don't know. That was no, that, it cheesy. will be that. I mean... I just hope we we get a lot of like you know greasy hair, <laughs> yeah, sweating. This is a different <laughs> time. Volleyball. <laughs> you know what I cannot wrap my mind around hmm. is the concept that Tom Cruise looks so freaking good. Mm -hmm. He's had a lot of work done. A you think it's a lot of work? <laughs> if he's or had, you think he's put in think, a lot of work? I think if Tom Cruise has had work done on his face, it's been like minimal do we have, or it's been super professional there might be something to like that scientology stuff <laughs> maybe they know <laughs> something we don't maybe <laughs> they have secret laser uh, things yeah you better <laughs> you know they're the illuminati Shh, don't talk about scientology they're not a real religion <laughs> no but you know Scientology's a fake your leader is a whack job I heard someone you talking about leader Sci no um, he's not Tom Cruise Tom Cruise I, yeah, I don't did know Tom Cruise creates Scientology I don't know you know how big Scientology is I have no idea they, they might they might ask YouTube to remove us and they'll have to do it that's how big they are really they Scientology <laughs> is like the number one they might not be number one they might be like second of owners of real estate like, oh wow they own like like insane amount of real estate and stuff. We're supposed to be talking about Top Gun Scientology. <laughs> uh, how do you not? How do you not talk about Tom Cruise and, and not talk about Scientology? Well, I mean, if look, there is Illuminati. 
Scientology is behind and the it. leaders are behind it. I'm not kidding. Yeah, I went to I went to H&R Block last year. They've been texting me nonstop. H&R Block, like in the middle of the night, they're like, you up? H&R Block, you up? You text back? Maybe, who dis? New phone, who dis? New phone, who dis? Like, H&RB? You're like, Haley? <laughs> you get your taxes done, boy. <laughs> He's like, yo, you get your taxes done. What kind of flirting is this? She wants to know if I'm physically responsible. Hey, if you enjoyed that video that you just watched, that was the pre-show we record every week for the podcast. That's an exclusive video on Patreon. So if you want to watch that, go check out our Patreon. We got three different tiers that you can subscribe to. With each tier, you can get a little bit more exclusive content. Go check out the Patreon. Thanks for watching this video and back to the podcast. <laughs> I think it's kind of apropos that we are talking about Top Gun Mothers. Jets going by. You know, like the we only the time thread. the only time it's appropriate is for when there's jets, jets flying over. Like I might, I might shed a little tear. Where did they film in the middle of this Top Gun? They didn't film know. around here, did they? they I don't think so. <laughs> I Maybe would seriously did. doubt it. I, yeah, I but there's in, a lot of things. I am in military. There's also one in California, which wouldn't make sense to come out to here to film it. I mm. am intrigued, though. We're the, not that far from. We're late. We are pretty far you're, from Atlanta. Oh, yeah. gonna... Alright. I there am it is. intrigued about like the uh the kind the angle of he's gonna be teaching these pilots in the sky. Yes. I love that idea. Yeah. Like he's teaching, but they're in the jets. Mm -hmm. That's and that's I'm, kind I'm of really the first one was. Yeah, too, but, but you know, it's him. You yeah. know, it's it's Tom Cruise's character, Maverick, teaching the, you know, the new recruits sort of in the sky. I think mm -hmm. that's awesome. I, I'm curious. So, like, let's put ourselves in the mindset of Tom mm -hmm. Cruise for just a second as an actor. So he's flying this real freaking jet yeah. around. You know, he's trying to get the shots. He's like, his mask is flying off. He's mm -hmm. delivering his lines, all of this, right? Do you ever just think like he might get in a situation where he's like, oh, I might die in this moment. And in the process, I just have a stupid freaking. No, no, no. He stupid freaking maverick. Like just no, advertising, advertising. No, no, absolutely. He wants to die. And when they find him, he's like he was wearing the maverick helmet. You don't think Tom Cruise ever has a crisis of identity where he's like. What am I doing, man? It, it, no, I, I think I think Tom Cruise was like, the, I think he was probably the first Hollywood maverick. <laughs> I think he was, you know, that was really his thing, yeah. being that kind of actor. Uh, and, you know, there's all, all kinds of copycats, like, you know, Logan Paul, his his merch company is Maverick. Yeah. And it's like, this, <laughs> Tom Cruise is the original. Look, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, Tom Cruise at some point, Tom Cruise at some age, probably some of At some age, Tom Cruise is going to be like, I got a real freaking life, 
And I'm just like on camera. Yeah. And I, I just want to die this way on camera. Maybe. I know he's super committed to this concept of entertaining mm-hmm. the masses. And I respect it. Obviously, I respect it. It's the occupation I want, I'm trying to get into. Yeah. But at the same time, you don't be like. No, he's going to crash a plane. I'm going to look. I'm going to look weird as crap if I die doing this. No, he's going to crash a plane or a helicopter or a spaceship and he's going to land. And his last words are going to be like, you get that? Did you get that shot? <laughs> like, yeah, he's like, all right, get this. <laughs> get this. <laughs> Make sure you, That's his yeah. last word. Keep it rolling. Keep get it rolling. This. Make sure you get this last part. Somebody cry as I die. As I die. Somebody better cry as I die. You're all going home. <laughs> We're trying to... <laughs> And you, and you, and you, and you. And you. <laughs> People yeah. are getting paid. It's their jobs. <laughs> I'm about to die. Get it off out. Somebody better cry. Yeah, that's going to be it. Well, that's Top Gun. That's Top Gun. Um, you, I mean. Looking forward to it. Excited to see it finally. And um, I guess it has to be experienced in theaters. Yeah. So we might as well go. Has to be experienced. I mean, a staple of our podcast, like you already mentioned, is the, the jets, jets yeah. flying over us. And we're not talking about commercial jets. We're talking about actual. We're not talking actual... about the jets from West Side Story. No. Mm-hmm. Definitely but not jets. the jets. Yeah. The jets from Top Gun. Right. All right. Tom Cruise could be flying above could our heads. Could be flying right above our heads. We wouldn't know because we know just hear his jets. Did you guys? Did you guys ever see the uh, the video of the? Uh, he's flying one of these planes and he's in the thing. It's a Tom real. Cruise? No, it's a real video of oh, a, yeah. of a military guy and he's in the plane and he's just like flying. He's like highway to <laughs> yeah, the yeah, yeah. danger zone. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't. I have seen I have. a lot of people who fly for the first time and they get real They're old looking. Like yeah, they, their the face, G-forces. their face becomes old mm-hmm. for a second, and then it relaxes, and you're like, "Oh, that's an attractive young lady." But, <laughs> <laughs> but at, for a second there, she wasn't. She was like sixty years yeah. old, and um, and a lot of times they pass out. Oh yeah, you gotta go through. And they wake G-force up and they're like, "Training, woo, I passed out." Yeah, <laughs> you, know and you gotta I mean? wear like a out like a suit yeah. and everything. It's crazy. That's great. What is exactly is G force? I don't even understand uh, what that is. Is it just moving too fast? Yeah, it's yeah. It's the essentially. Am- it's the amount of forces that are on your body when you're moving. It's it's kind of like you know you're going in one direction. You can go in one direction for like you know a certain amount of speed, mm-hmm. and you you know you're gonna feel the G forces, but if you go in that direction and you try to turn, your body's still trying to go this way. Wow, yeah. the jet's trying to go it's this like way. When you get hit, when you get punched in the head, while you get knocked out, mm-hmm. it's the same thing. Is it because your brain is still trying to be here, mm-hmm. but yeah. your body's moving? There. Yeah, your organ. You can feel your organs like moving. <laughs> they're all trying to go that way, and you're turning the plane this way. You think so? that's what Chris Rock felt? <laughs> <laughs> no, he didn't get hit hard enough. No, you didn't see his whiplash? He went like, whap! Chris, <laughs> everybody, everybody's enough. been talking about Will Smith. Well, you had to bring it up. I just was body. making We're a joke. We're be talking about it later. On the Midnight Special. Wait, Chris Rock took that like a champ. He did. He has like, strong he, What champ. an absolute champion. Took that slap. I saw a video. That was the last thing we're going to say. And then we'll talk about it on the Midnight Special. But I saw a video of Marty 
the zebra up on stage, <laughs> happy. And then, oh, Richard, <laughs> what's the fish that Will Smith played on Shark Tale? I don't uh, know. Oscar. Do you, Oscar. He Oscar walked up to him and he goes <laughs> <laughs> to the zebra. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Did you watch a lot of Shark Tale? Uh I think I saw it through one time. Dang, I, I watched, don't remember it. I've watched well Shark wash. Tale way too much. Don't yeah. remember it at all. Well um, wash. Well wash. Yeah. And I watched Madagascar a lot as well. Yeah. I didn't even here's the thing. When I was a kid, I didn't even understand the celebrity status of a lot right. of these mm-hmm. voice actors, right? Mm-hmm. Ben Stiller, Chris yep. Rock. Yep. Mm-hmm. You were just like, oh, these are Will Smith. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't think, oh, these are the the latest and greatest. You saw Will Smith. You were like, he was in Shark Tale. He was in Shark Tale. <laughs> Shark Tale. I literally saw. I okay. I saw. You, I, saw, saw? I saw Steve Carell mm-hmm. do the advertisements as. Hammy from the hedge. Yeah. Over the hedge, yeah. Over the hedge. And I was thinking, oh, wow, this is the guy who plays the raccoon in Over the Hedge. Um, no, he was the, the guy from um, The Office. The He plays a squirrel. He plays a squirrel. What did yeah. I say? Raccoon. You said raccoon. That was, that was Bruce, Bruce Willis. Willis. The same with Bruce Willis. <laughs> yeah. But look, I saw, I saw Steve Carell doing the advertisements, and I'm like, oh, this is the guy from Over the Hedge. But no, he's the guy from The Office and 40-Year-Old Virgin. Right. You know? Yeah. Didn't even think about it as a kid. Didn't even know. Did, wouldn't have known. Wouldn't have known. I wasn't allowed to watch The Office when You're I was like, like now I like now I like The Office of Forty Year Old. All you were doing was hammy and because he was hammy and over the hedge. It's, I've watched Die Hard just because I learned about Bruce Willis from the Dan <laughs> over the hedge. It's like you're like a kid watching The Pacifier, and you're like, I didn't even know this guy was about family. <laughs> exactly. It's obviously about family. I mean, we're of the age that our introduction to. Vin Diesel is the pacifier. Is the pacifier. <laughs> now that might be weird for some people, but other people resonate. Like mm-hmm. that's how we found out who Vin Diesel was. Yeah. The pacifier. I mean, that's weird. Why literally like just not too long ago, we were watching Fast, uh, and, Fast Furious. and Furious. I, I'm watching all the Fast and Fur- Furious movies for the first time. Yeah. Yeah, that's an interesting concept. What other extremely famous act? I I learned who Will Ferrell was from Elf. Yeah, but that's a big movie. That's a big movie. Yeah, but it was still his biggest movie ever. Yeah, you know that family friendly kids thing. When a big star, that's like saying I figured out who The Rock was from watching you know Tooth Fairy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's the same concept. Or like well established is Hard Clan. That's one of his movies. Yeah, the game, game plan, plan. Yeah, was the game, it was an it was earlier the game film. plan, I yeah. think. It was the game plan that was like this is the rocks like yeah. first big breakout. Big one. He was yeah. playing a uh, football, football player, player with a daughter. Um but yeah, it's that that's an interesting concept. Back when he had hair. Yeah, back when he had hair. <laughs> <You> <laughs> we know, should just have a segment on the podcast back when he had hair. <laughs> just <laughs> There's a handful of actors that are like back when he they had hair. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I learned about Johnny Depp from Pirates of the Caribbean. So he what do still you got hair, though. He do. But again, that was like one of his big breakout mm. roles. It was no. no, 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 no,
fame that he has now. No, for like the was like, for like the adult to childhood fame, but just fame in general, not even close. I think that was no. his that was his big fame. Thing. Absolutely not. I no, disagree. people knew who Johnny Depp was. Every everybody knew who Johnny Depp yes. was. But then it was like Johnny Depp from Pirates is a completely different level yes. of fame. It it is a different level of completely fame. Completely different and level. And he hasn't touched that that level of fame since. No. I'm just saying Super well-established, famous actors like Johnny Depp. Mm-hmm. You learn about through their family-friendly films or their mildly family-friendly films. Pirates of the Caribbean was a family film. Also, oh no, no, yeah, you do. But I don't say think as a whole. People learn. We just learn because we were younger. We were the kids. But also, like Robert Downing Jr. had been around for a long time. Mm-hmm. He'd had controversy. He had been in the acting scene and in movies for quite a long time. Yes. But he entered a new level of fame with Iron Man. And I think Depp did as well. It's a different kind of – that Disney fame hits different. The Disney fame do hit different. Let me ask you this. Do you know Jack Black from Kung Fu Panda or Nacho Libre? No, probably Kid Rock – School school Rock. Uh. Um, that's how you know Jack Black. I, I don't personally, but Nacho I think that's Libre. where most people. I'm asking about you, Nacho. Yeah, Nacho I learned about also. it from Nacho. Uh, when I found out he, Kung when Fu I found Man. out he wasn't a Mexican, I was devastated. <laughs> <laughs> when like everybody else in the movie is Mexican, but uh, Jack Black isn't. Yeah. Um. Let's go ahead and move on to our next segment. We're going to get into Marvel. Yeah. Speaking of that Disney fame. Speaking of that Disney fame, though. We're, but first. Oh, Cynthia. Thank you, Cynthia, thank for you, being a Patreon Cynthia. supporter. Um, we love you. If you, want, too, want to be a Patreon supporter and get yourself a shout out on the episode every single week. Not every week you would get a shout out, but you have a chance you have at a, a chance shout out. a shout out, yeah. Every single week. Um, or your name in the credits literally every single week of the podcast. Go check out Patreon. Links in the description. You can find us there and uh, select the tier that best fits your content needs. Thank you, Cynthia, for being a Patreon supporter of the Wise Works podcast. Let's get into some of that Doctor Strange. Mm -hmm. Some of that strange. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that's what you were going to say initially, but I was like, you ain't going to say that. Uh, Is this an interesting poster? Is this official? Is this like an official poster? I think it might be. be. Okay, because he's got the necklace on, but there's no time stone in there. He's got the time stone necklace on, but there's no time stone. So why is he wearing the necklace? That was the first thing you noticed? That was what I know. I'm like, why is he wearing the necklace that contains the time stone that has no time stone in it? This is just supporting visuals. Okay. I can't confirm nor deny this is All an right. official poster. Okay. But what's what's what grabs your mind about the idea of the time stone not being there? Uh, Just that why would he still be wearing it? Oh. <laughs> why would I was just like, why is he, why would he be <laughs> wearing no this empty, essentially, you know, it's a chest on his chest. It's a little box that contains something, and there's nothing in it. That's a good point. Uh, that was the only thing I was thinking. I was like, that's weird. That's a really good point. Uh, um, this is some kind of graphic work yeah. that's been done. 
Um, do you think, okay, uh, what I wanted to introduce first off, ask you guys a question mm-hmm. is what are your predictions as far as this film? As in? They introduced the multiverse in No Way Home. No. They did, yeah. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, yeah. they, not really. Mm, not, not they, they introduced the concept. Mm. They introduced a multiverse adjacent story in uh, in No Way Home where we were getting characters from different universes so we know it's out there. This one we're going to be, I think, going directly into other universes. Okay. This I feel like is kind of going to be uh, a sort of early-ish Civil War type movie you know civil war introduced black panther it introduced um spider-man spider-man you know it it introduced a lot of these new was ant-man introduced also ant-man was in it it introduced like him turning big okay but uh i think it's gonna kind of be that this is kind of gonna be that they're gonna introduce new storylines okay that they are going to deliver on later Gotcha. With so this, the, one. this is a big setup film. Yeah, I think it's um, going to be a big setup film. What do you guys think about about the choice to? Uh, do, do you think it fits canonically? I, obviously, with Doctor Strange, it fits that he's going to be the one to enter the multiverse kind of first mm-hmm. because he's got you know the spatial abilities, the skills. Yeah. However, do you think this film is? is going to be just the madness side of the multiverse or do you think there's actually going to be a narrative story or do you think there's going to be a cliffhanger like a big one that we kind of end the film with because you know we saw with avengers was it endgame the one where everyone disappears that's infinity War. infinity war we saw with infinity war it ended on a downer and we were like this is a new feeling this With something as big as the the multiverse, you think they're going to end it on a downer? I don't think this is going to end like Spider-Man where like, oh, all the loose ends are kind of tidally wrapped up. Yeah. You yeah. know, everybody forgets Peter Parker. You know, no, yeah, it's going to definitely be leave us hanging with this some is stuff. Definitely gonna, it's not all going to wrap up in a nice tidy bow. Okay. Um, I'm kind of hoping that when it says multiverse of madness, that they are going to... Um, that that's kind of going to lean a little bit on what happened in Loki. Okay. Because I feel like after the events of Loki, the multiverse would be kind of in a crazy state. Mm-hmm. Uh, or not. I don't know. But I'm hoping that it's going to somehow tie into... Seems like it has that. to. Yeah. Um, and Kang the Conqueror, they have to constantly build on that negative, mm-hmm. on that narrative. Yeah. Um... Because he is setting up as the next Thanos. He is going to be the next ultimate villain. And it's strange that they introduced him in Loki, but we've got into that yeah. in previous episodes. Well, and if he's not going to be the ultimate villain for the next arc, uh, they're going to use him, I think, to introduce the next villain or to use something like that. Because like Dormammu, even though we've seen him already, could easily be the next big villain or mm-hmm. Galactus or Howard the Duck. <laughs> These, you know, galaxy consuming entities that we've yeah. seen before. Well, we haven't seen, we haven't seen Galactus. Uh, I'd really like to see Galactus because that means Silver Surfer. <laughs> what, you know, once we get Galactus. And there's rumor 
Silver Surfer. Fantastic Four will be in this movie. There's always a rumor. Do you actually think? Yeah. I think it's possible. There's good evidence there. Mm -hmm. I think it's possible for this movie to introduce. We already uh, uh, are. We're like. We we know um, Charles Xavier's in this. Yeah, we do know that. So they're doing the X Men crossover. Or somebody who is being played by Patrick Stewart. Who is like kind of Charles Xavier? I don't know. IMDb labels him as Charles Xavier. He could be named Charles Xavier, but not be one of the X Men. Oh, that's true. It's a multiverse. Yeah, it could be any kind of Charles Xavier with the special character. abilities. Maybe he's Charles Xavier, but with Wolverine claws. We don't know. That's it is going to be madness. Be terrible. It would be terrible, but that's the multiverse. You know, and, okay, that's and, a very interesting concept. Do you think the way Avenge or Marvel in general has set themselves up mm-hmm. can they go that wacky without people mm-hmm. just losing it and being pissed? I don't know. I I mean, maybe in a movie like this where it's just like we see it briefly, where it's like, oh, in Loki they obviously did it. There were different kinds of Lokis. There were, you know, in the I think somewhat though. I don't want to see. I don't want to see Patrick Stewart, uh, Wolverine, like the movie. Yes, obviously. But if he's like, no, I'm. My, they call me Wolverine here because of <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, Terrible. How old is he these days? You think? Probably pretty old. But yeah, I don't. I here's the thing. I think when it the madness side of the multiverse is going to be a little bit on the reins. The predominant? No, I don't think the madness. I think they're actually going to downplay the madness. Oh, okay. Um, I think it's actually going to be relatively grounded. It's just going to feel like madness in comparison to what we've seen Mm -hmm. from other Marvel films. Now, obviously, Wanda's playing a huge role in this film. He's only 81. I thought he'd be in the 90s. Only? I mean, that's old, but he's been around for forever, it feels like. Wanda's playing a big role in this. What do you think for her character? She's the Scarlet Witch. Yeah. She's going to, is she progressing in this role? Because they gave her a whole show. Well, you know, they mention he mentions, or they show in the trailer that he is talking to her about stuff, things that I don't remember. Yes. Um, But, you know, it's because she's an incredibly powerful character in the universe and she's also like similar to him, a Nexus character that can move between the dimensions. Mm-hmm. So I think that's gonna make she's gonna somehow be important to this. It could be because evil Doctor Strange and evil Wanda teamed up, yeah, and are making a uh, madness in the multiverse. What what kind of now? Do you <clears throat> do you know anything about the? The canon related to the multiverse and Wanda and Doctor Strange. Do you know much about it at all? Um, you, you can say no, no, obviously. I don't know. Not really. I I just I know that. No, I don't. Well, that that's fine. I'm <laughs> just know? saying. I'm very curious to see how they're going to present as Wanda being kind of the wild card of the story. Yeah. You know what I mean. Because she is obviously going to play a big part of the story. I don't know if it's just to set up the next story that she's going to play a larger role in. Or if she's a key player in this film. Exactly. What I know is that Wanda has that grimoire, you know, that kind of like book of spells and things. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that there is a spell in there 
to get rid of all the vampires. Heck yes. Blade wants that spell. <laughs> this would be a great movie to introduce Blade. A great mm. movie. You know, multi- if, if they're doing multi- yeah, it's multiverse. Blade could jump right in and be and like, and if you don't, I think have... he's going to be introduced in Morbius. I don't know. You don't think so? I don't know. Well, yeah, they're setting up the Dark Avengers, of course. No, no, yeah, yeah, Morbius, Morbius. Yeah, he might be in this too because Morbius comes out first. Yeah, I, I would. It could be Morbius because Morbius is a vampire, and I, I could see Blade. In Morbius, but I don't know if he will. But we haven't even heard any inkling of talks about Blade being in Morbius. Yeah, but we've seen they keep stuff hidden they do in Marvel, keep stuff hidden, and we we got at the end of. But that's Sony. Morbius is, is Sony. Well, so is freaking Spider Man. Not there's it's a different thing. <laughs> it's a different thing. You look at like Venom, which is Sony. And then you look yeah. at Spider-Man, Spider-Man which, which is Sony, Marvel. Sony and Marvel. And then yeah, you got yeah but Morbius, we know they've already crossed over, bringing yeah, but they haven't crossed over the, uh, you know, like Morbius is Sony, but it's not Marvel and Sony. So I don't know where what kind of crossover they're doing. I don't know how much crossover they're involving right now. I think it's all of it. I think personally that Sony should just give up all of their Marvel properties to Disney. No, 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 no. We'll just say we'll let you handle it. We need to keep getting our money because we paid for it, but we need to let you manage no, it. They can no, because they're managing it. it bad. Look, it doesn't really matter. No, we need Marvel needs to manage it. Marvel Studios needs to manage it. We'll keep our paws off of it, but you still have to pay us. Sony will never that's the only way this will work because Sony will never like give up their heavy Spider-Man investment. You know what I'm yeah. saying? They're not gonna do that. Especially now after No Way Home. Like ever since Toby Maguire to No Way Home and now into the animated um Spider Verse. Yeah. There Sony's not giving up Spider Man ever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're just not gonna do it. It's unfortunate. It would be silly of them as a business yeah. to do. But. But. It would be so cool if they did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, was, I had something, but then I lost it. There's nothing necessarily wrong with Sony because they do have really yes, good is. money. Yes, sir. Well, no, they have really good money. You didn't watch that Carnage movie? No, I, I, get, so, I and get. I So after seeing that Carnage movie, I 100 percent believe that marvel studios should own all of its properties As you see what it's doing with its current properties i think they would make good movies but i'm scared to have disney own everything and nobody owns they anything already own everything no they don't don't give up hope it, trust me disney owns sony it doesn't I don't think so. it doesn't look like it from the outside but they own them yeah, but do they own the Medea franchise? No, yes. that's Tyler Perry, dog. <laughs> yeah. No, he's in he's in Atlanta. It, he's not anywhere close no. to Orlando, Florida. Disney owns him. <laughs> I don't think so. If Disney says to Tyler Perry, jump, he says, how her? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's in Medea outfit. <laughs> it, Disney controls everything. I don't think so. Disney can't freaking control Netflix. 
We're talking old money versus new money. Yeah, what's more powerful, old money or new money? An ancient vampire versus a new vampire. No, Disney can do it. Disney can do whatever it wants. You guys are you're, you're setting up vampire narratives. <laughs> this is this is big business. Who's entertainment. the werewolf? The uh, that's too much to add to the analogy. I'm serious though. One of them, one of them has been around and knows how to swing. Yeah, swing do we have around a, their money? Do I don't have think a cast so. Well, the, yeah, thing they, for this, they clearly know how to swing around their money. You have cast? No, I have oh. to look it up. Uh, I was just gonna say, who was the love interest, Doctor Strange love interest? Rachel McAdams. Yeah, she's gonna be in this movie. She's back. Which is weird to me. Yeah. You know, because uh, I've always been upfront about how I feel about shoehorned in love stories. You thought this was shoehorned in? Uh, I felt like it was necessary for the first one um, because that's not what the movie was about. Mm -hmm. It was their side relationship. Uh, But this next movie, um, I don't know. It's like. Why is she looking like albino there the blonde hair charles xavier um who's nicodemus west maybe a new character dr nicodemus west i'm very interested in that now that sounds like a vampire name (laughs) i got vampires on the mind that do sound like a vampire name look disney has nothing to do Disney knows how to swing money around, but they do not necessarily know how to live in the new world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't I don't I think you're talking about things you don't understand. Yeah, I would They don't I know would, how to live in the new world. They are the new world. You guys, okay, both of you guys just just keep praising Disney's name because I you're afraid not, to question the quo. I'm not <laughs> Who who do you think is more powerful? Disney or Scientology? Crap, whatever I want. Uh, it, it, I think they're Scientology. all part of. They're, they're all, all part connected. of Illuminati. They're all part of it. Freaking, yeah. Mickey Mouse uh, is showing up to that temple the same way Tom Cruise is. Okay, so he's. Uh, I don't know. If Tom Tom Cruise is probably a low level player in this. He's the surgeon. Wrong, no, I don't know. He's the surgeon who worked on Strange's hands. Oh, is he the guy from the first one? Well, there was surgeon. Yeah, probably. Yeah. One. Okay, but, so returning, obviously. Yeah. But I don't uh, think you worked on Strange's <clears throat> hands in this. What What do you want me to look up, Joshua? Just the I was just basic looking cast. up cast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so basic rundown of the cast. There's no big surprises here. Right. Right. Scroll down right away. Uh, no, keep going. To the Marvel stuff. More like this. What are you trying to do? What What are you, what are you looking for? I was just looking at, yeah. Okay. Uh, either way, I don't think. I I think that this is going to be madness, but it's not going to be the kind of madness we're gonna we're predicting. Could be. I think it's going to be focused entirely around the weird other versions of Doctor Strange that he's going to run into. Yeah. I think it's going to be focused entirely around the mess that he's made. I don't want to get into that right now. And it's going to be focused entirely more so around wanda 
I think it's, it's going to no, be a, not more. I She'll be in it. Like, more no, so I don't think it's going to be. Oh, she's in the movie. I think it's going to be a lot of no, it'll him be and her. Him and her. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not going to be more her than him. No, mm-hmm. it's Doctor Strange. But I think she's mm-hmm. it's going to be like Captain America Civil War. Which is which was primarily about Tony Stark. Where which was he, about Tony and she's Cap. still in Cap. the, the but town. But the thing, right? what the no. thing is though, where is she right now? She went off to like a cabin or something somewhere, reading in her grimoire, listening to the voices of her fake children in another dimension. <laughs> so yeah, in the multiverse. Mm-hmm. Um, Why are we looking at Black Panther right now? I don't know. <laughs> Joshua clicked on. I it. clicked on it because I was curious, and then I said I didn't want to get into it. <laughs> I actually almost brought that up to talk about. However, I'm not going to. Um, across the board, I think I think Wanda is actually going to be the main player of this film, more so than Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange had his kind of sideline day in the sun <clears throat> when he was the one that came up with the plan to save everybody from Thanos, right? Yeah. I, 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 think, think, I think Strange is going to be causing a lot of the problems, not yeah. necessarily this one. Maybe the evil Strange. Oh, no, this one. Is going to be causing a lot of the problems. I think Doctor Strange causes problems. Yeah, it's so his, far, mistakes. his mistakes. What we have seen in, <coughs> in Marvel is that Doctor Strange uh, causes problems that other people have to help him fix. Yes. Uh, but I, And I think Wanda, if it's not that, it's going to be reversed. Wanda causes the problem like, um, like Spider-Man did. Mm-hmm. And they both have to fix it. I don't think so. I, I don't think Wanda's going to cause any problems because the trailer's already set up as why can you do this thing? They call you a hero. They call me. They I do the same thing. They call me the villain, right? Mm-hmm. It's in the trailer. And then I saw an article today by a pretty large writer, um, article publisher, that's saying like all of the things the fans don't want to see, you know, multiverse of madness mess up and one of those is demonize wanda yeah wanda is the trophy of this film oh you think i'm positive wanda is the one that is going to be coming out as the goddess in today's world no way are they making the lead female role like a bad person they're gonna be they're gonna be redeeming her story (laughs) and telling as much of this what we heard from the trailer, narrative about women always are on the down. They have to get themselves up to the next level. But you wouldn't know it be saying? so much, such a much better story if ultimately in this next phase of like Marvel and Avengers and the years to come, if Wanda became like the ultimate villain? Wouldn't that be cool? It would be cool. But we, the thing is, they can't we do that see now. Where she's, we they see can't. where she came from. And then she becomes like the villain. That would be cool. I don't know if anything like that happens in the comics, but I think it would be interesting if they took a character that we are all familiar with and love Mm. and make them into the big bad for the next. I don't think they can do that. For the next big thing. They can do. They can do that. They won't. All right. Hey, if you need copyright free music for your video needs, for film projects or anything like that, go check out Soundstripe. That's what we use for our videos, for our project that we do for films. They have copyright free music. So if that sounds like something that you would use, check out down in the description below and use our link. And if you would use WiseWorks10 at checkout. Back to the podcast. Either way, this transitions well with the concept of 
crossovers. Yeah, not a lot of them. Not now, doing so. Not doing so well. You you brought this mm-hmm. idea to the table. Kind well, of explained DC it a little Marvel bit. Marvel crossovers. No, no, of course not. Then why do we have? Well, this listen. I'm like, let White explain his thought oh, regarding okay. the crossover narrative of what we're going to talk. about. <laughs> I got confused. DC in yeah. the comics, they have weird comics where DC and Marvel crossover. Hmm. I don't want to see that, please, please. Uh, but we're talking about movie universe uh, crossover. What Avengers has done, what DC has been trying feebly, limping along to do. Um, and you know what the DC shows have done a lot better than the movies, mm-hmm. what the Marvel shows did on Netflix. And, you know, we're seeing it from these big companies, but I think everybody kind of tried a little bit. Everybody has tried a little bit and they haven't really gotten anywhere. We saw the universal monsters universe yeah, that got one movie, the, the mummy movie. And then when they released, when when that Invisible Man movie was coming out, I was like, oh, is this part of the monster universe? I was like, because this is a great movie. This could be a cool addition. No. I don't think so. I don't think it's tied to it in any way. No, in no way. It was just a cool one-off. It was a cool Invisible, Invisible Man, Man movie. Yeah. But oh, well, I, I have to push back slightly, mm-hmm. and but also adding to your your concept. Yeah. I think it's more Disney's doing it well. Because Star Wars is dabbling. Yeah. Star Wars is dabbling pretty hard lately. Yeah. With their series. Um, and it's, it's going to be interesting to see where they bring the show, the next films. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I heard this, I heard this thing in an article that apparently for Disney and Star Wars's future, for the next, you know how around Christmas, big blockbuster. Yeah. Biggin, right? This year, it was No Way Home, right? Apparently, for the next like eight years, it's going to be Avatar 2, Star Wars, Avatar 3, Star Wars, Avatar 4, Star Wars. Oh, wow. Apparently. For the big film? The big film. Every Christmas, they're going to be fluctuating between a Star Wars film boring. and an Avatar. Yeah. It, but that that's what they're saying. Uh, However, crossovers, Star Wars is doing it. They're starting yeah. it. Well, it's not and, necessarily crossover, it's, but they are taking their universe. Yes. And they're doing the crossover stuff in their shows. Mm-hmm. And they seem to be the only <laughs> ones right now that are kind of successfully Well, doing Boba it. Fett did it hardcore. They did do it. Well, Mando did it hardcore. But Mando was kind of starting the trend. Mando, it was mild. It was yeah. sampling. Boba Fett went full on. Well, because the only other show is... Mandalorian. Mandalorian. But so then they sampling. also brought Luke into it. Yeah. They brought... Uh, Ahsoka into it, and right. they brought the Mandalorian into it. Yeah, and if we if we're seeing more characters from Clone Wars or Rebels, you know, we're getting a lot of crossover, and that's really good. But like Marvel, I, you know, they didn't really start with crossover, even though you know it no. seems like, oh, you know, they were doing this from the beginning. Is no, uh, uh, Kevin Feige put Nick Fury into that end credit scene as kind of like a. Oh, this wouldn't this be crazy? Wouldn't this be crazy? You know, yeah. no, they they did it in the Hulk first. No, in in Iron Man, they put Nick Fury in the end credit scene to kind of introduce. The <clears> we did establish on this podcast that Hulk Iron Man after Iron Man came before Hulk. Uh, yeah, but he okay. put Nick Fury in there as like a 
Avengers is like definitely a thing in the Marvel universe, but he didn't do it with the intention of building the entire Marvel universe. Mm-hmm. Did I say Kevin Feige? I meant you did say Kevin Feige. Yeah. Okay. So it was either Kevin Feige or John Favreau had that idea for Nick Fury. Well, John Favreau was the director of Iron Man, oh, wasn't Iron he? Man. Yeah. Um, I don't know who the director of the Hulk was. The Incredible. I don't Hulk. know either. Uh, but but Feige is the one who kind of put together this plan of the Avengers. Yeah. Which, know, and really started getting it going. Wildly has worked beyond anyone's imagination yeah. for the public. And it's it's birthed itself into this monster that no one can tame. Mm-hmm. You know, they have added all of these new writers, actors, directors, all these creatives inside of this world as Marvel Studios that's turned yeah. in it's built itself on the foundation of yeah. the Avengers. It's almost like the big show. Yeah. It's like the big you know you you guys remember uh back when you know TV shows mm-hmm. that were on TV were a big thing like friends for example. Yep. It was the big show. Yeah. So they would have guest stars mm-hmm. on the show like know, Tom Selleck or Bruce Willis or so and so and they would play a Brad character Pitt. or Brad Pitt and they would play a character for an episode or two. Yes. Um and this kind of what this is is like if you can get in on the show, get it on the show. And you might get your own movie. You might get your own movie, who knows. <laughs> but uh but we're not seeing what you know the kind like of, eyebrows. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> eyebrows the kid, you know eyebrows what's his name? Eyebrows from Meet the Millers. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> the fact that you just said eyebrows, I was like, what? <laughs> Everybody knows what I'm talking about yeah, eyebrows. We know what you're talking about. Um that's but we're not seeing it being done successfully by anybody else. Yeah, the Justice League that's built like before Marvel. Yeah. When I was a kid, I remember the cartoon Justice Leagues. Mm-hmm. We'd get them, we'd watch them from the library. And the Justice League was the combo of superheroes. Yeah. Or combo, I guess, what do you call it? Collaboration yeah. of superheroes. That stuck in my mind so heavily. I couldn't see past the idea of Batman and the Flash and Wonder Woman and Superman and the Green Lantern not working together. You know what right. I mean? But Marvel comes in and completely takes the thunder. Now DC can't get themselves straight. Mm-mm. Not in live action. No. Genre. Not in live action. But they I can. think I think Diz I think DC as a story, like right now, is in the public's opinion uh-huh. of DC, uh-huh. the careful. strongest in individual stories. So Batman is in Gotham. Does that make sense? I I with can live see action, that, yeah. yes. But with with their like crossover stuff, they're not doing a great job. Oh, they're not doing a good job. Yeah, and I, I, I can, I can't really, I can't think of any other medium that's doing the crossover genre. Obviously, I, you know, have to mention Sanderson. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you know, he was putting out his first Mistborn book. I think the same time Iron Man came out, and so uh, he had already established that his books, the different worlds, had crossover. Mm-hmm. When people started noticing, it's like, oh, there's crossover in these books. It, like, this is a completely different world than this, but that's the same character. Yeah, that we're seeing in both these stories. That's the he's he's the only one who's doing that really with his books on a 
a level I would say that's comparable to this. But it's all in the in, writing world. Yeah, it's all it's in, all in books. Yeah, literature. Yeah, he t- he has different worlds in what he calls the Cosmere, mm-hmm. and they cross over. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> this is stepping away a little bit, but not really. Still crossover stuff. Did you? I know you've watched some Julian Smith, but did you ever watch almost kind of the last stuff he did before he tried to do a few other things like a podcast or show, but it never really worked. Mm -hmm. Did you see the last, the kidnap stuff he did? No, I didn't. He did it the, the most beautiful way I've ever seen crossover. So to kind of, explain it you should go watch it it's it's been out for a while like it's like 2009 or something yeah but early to early youtube so join smith was a youtuber he made several videos that went very viral Mm -hmm. for the time not right now they're not like that probably like 10 million if that i don't know um five million he made videos like malk hot kool-aid stuff like that and then he came out with this series called kidnapped where in his videos, a guy kidnaps him and tries to get money or something mm-hmm. from his <clears throat> it's comedy thing. sketch, though. Yeah. The end of that series, it explains how every single one of his videos tied together in this world of it all kind of fits. That series explained all his videos. It's like, oh, they're all connected somehow. Yeah. And, and it made sense. And I will say this, the MacGuffin of that story is a box. A cardboard box. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it, I, I'm, I might have seen it. I don't remember. Um, But it was like, even though he was just making sketches for YouTube, mm-hmm. all along he had this narrative in his head that they all are going to tie together somehow. And I, you know, I remember uh, before, obviously before any superhero stuff came out, um, I I have to harken back to like when John Mark and I were kids, (laughs) almost all our stories had crossover. Time travel. Almost everything was like, it's like, these characters are really cool, but what if they met these characters Mm -hmm. that we came up with? They're different characters. Mm -hmm. You know, in, when, when you're, pretending to be them it's you yeah but when you when you step out of it and now they're characters individually with their own personalities still kind of you but you're like what if this character and this character met they were all kind of in the same world yeah it's a it's a pretty elementary idea but not but the it's the devils in the details you know it is um or maybe the selling factor of that kind of storytelling is mm-hmm. in the details. So it's the way in which you present the crossover. Yeah. You can't just say, oh my gosh, you know, Superman and Batman say hello, you know, or they come across each other. You can't, just, it has to be clever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if it's not clever, it's not engaging, it feels hokey. And I think. I think the biggest issue we've had with crossover with DC is because everybody knew they're going through, they made Man of Steel and they made Batman with Ben Affleck and they're making Wonder Woman. Everyone knows, oh, Justice League. Well, they didn't make Batman with Ben Affleck. They made Batman versus Superman. Mm -hmm. They never made a singular Batman movie with Ben Affleck. Mm -hmm. They just made Batman versus Super. He's always, he's only been in the ensemble. Okay. So 
they brought him in without well establishing him mm-hmm. as a character. Do you think that might have been one of the biggest issues? Because yes. we've seen we've seen Marvel do it. This yes, exact same I, way. I, I think when they introduced Batman, they also introduced Wonder Woman. So Wonder Woman showed up in Batman versus Superman, and so now we have the kind of the big three mm-hmm. of the Justice League. All in one movie, and it, it, I remember when the trailers came out, everybody was like, "Oh, so they're doing, they're doing the Marvel Cinematic Universe, yeah. way too fast." That's yeah. what it. Yeah, they were like, they are really well, they had to jump to, on the train. Yeah, they man. were like, they are really trying to force this instead of being like, no, you know what? Let's take our time, breathe a little, make so let's keep Christopher Nolan on here, maybe making some interesting movies. Christopher Nolan's like, nah, bro, I'm out. Yeah. I got an interstellar to do. You got what? Oh, I, I got interstellar. I, yeah, I got interstellar to do. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew McConaughey, you know, Anne Hathaway is kind of a big deal. I'll see y'all. <laughs> I imagine Matthew McConaughey is like, hey, Chris, aren't we supposed to start shooting next month? <laughs> You're over here messing around with this man of steel. What you is said, that about, Chris? You said we were working on this sci-fi movie. You said we were going to do it. You said it was going to be a big deal. I, me and Anne, we're ready to go. I've been rehearsing lines with this boy Tim for a while. Isn't Matt Damon supposed to be in this movie? <laughs> like, this I, you said thing. he was. This is a big thing. This is a big deal, Chris. I've been known for rom coms my entire career. <laughs> this one's I'm trying put to break me on out. The map. I'm, this one's gonna put me on the map, Chris. <laughs> Don't flake on me. Also, <laughs> happy <flake>. birthday. <clears throat> Yeah. Are we happy? Uh, with it turned this? into a freaking like voice yeah. message in my mind. <laughs> it's on the phone. It's also, like, happy birthday. Like the machine's like, hey, Chris. Hey, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Chris. Killian Murphy gave me your number. <laughs> hey, I got your There's number. This is Matthew. From <laughs> <laughs> Matthew. Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. <laughs> he, he introduces himself like Forrest like James Gump. James Bond. Like Forrest Gump every Man. time. Now, this is Matthew, Matthew McConaughey. Crossover. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, crossover. Who, who do you think's got, do you see anybody else doing it in the future besides Here, Marvel, besides DC, besides Star Wars? I was going to let you say something if you have something to say. Okay. Here's what I would really have liked to see okay and something i think would be really cool all right if netflix had done stranger things <gasps> but they did this fun like crazy monster horror universe and they had put out movies and shows by now they could have this massive universe with the stranger things kids with kids from other monster kind of stories or horror stories and they all like group up together to fight you know I, that could have been really cool. We haven't talked about the biggest crossover, the urban legend of crossovers. Urban mm. legend? Is that the correct term? Are you sure? Are I you think going he, with that? No, yeah, yeah. I, I think that's right. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Say it. Well, Pixar movies are on Disney Plus, right? Yes. <clears throat> Disney should do this. They should, because it's been rumored for years upon years. This is a big thing. They should put like a secret backdoor kind of in Disney Plus that you on go the app? on the app. You go and find this one specific film that's just called like the Pixar theory. The Pix. It's called like the Pixar film the, and it connects all the movies. It connects all the movies because 
that's been like this. Like a time traveling Dora the Explorer. It explains how they're all connected. I don't think the Pixar theory holds huge. any weight. I disagree. I don't think it holds any weight. Uh, I think it is. No. I think it is all animators. Easter eggs. I think it is animators putting Easter eggs in no, different no, no. movies and having fun. There might not be a giant Pixar theory that's as in-depth as everybody thinks, mm-hmm. but there is a little bit of Pixar theory, even if it's just from these these specific numbers yeah. that are special to animators are in the films, these toys, Look, because animators find it. Have, so there is a right. small portion, if not. We have confirmation that back when Bugs Life and Toy Story was being created and in pre-production and, and production, they had plans all the way through like Wally to the dinosaur one that came out mm-hmm. just a handful of years ago. They had plans for all of these different stories, right? It was like written down in a synopsis. They had artwork made yeah. for it. That's that's a that is a fact. All right. Right. Picks, the creators of Pixar were already thinking of all of the films that we've seen over the years. However, I agree with Wyatt. There are too many holes in the Pixar theory. Yeah. I think well, it's all, I, I think it's it all was, Easter eggs. Uh, yeah, but a good slice of cheese has always got holes in it. Look, I think it's all, and it is tasty. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think it's I, all just Easter eggs the, and circumstance. Because a lot of it is like, a lot of it is, you know, you see in Nemo. You see the kid, and he's reading the comic book, and it has the Incredibles on it. Um, There's also the, the, to- the toys from Toy Story yeah. on the floor. Well, the Incredibles came out after Nemo. Mm-hmm. So it was obviously a, a point to the next movie. And they've done that in a lot is where you see something that doesn't mean anything to you. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't have meant anything to you when you watched it the first time. But then once you've seen the movie that came after, you're like, that's The Incredibles, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And so the movies point to something new each time. And I think it's animators having fun knowing what's coming next. And probably, you know, just having fun with the with the uh, the things that they're I mean, but that is the Pixar theory. Yeah. No, the Pixar theory is like a spans of time. And Boo from Monsters, Inc. is the wild card. Like a time traveler (laughs) throughout time. Yeah, exactly. Who also happens to be the old lady from Brave. It doesn't have to be that elaborate. But But that's the Pixar theory. I think the actual Pixar theory, like the Pixar universe, is what takes place in the artist's yeah, just you know, their in conversations their and their fun, fun I think, things. I think the entire world exists in their studio, and so it's like they draw things and different things and have fun. <laughs> things and things, things and, and things and things. That's and what fun. crossover in movies is kind of <sighs> things and things. Contrast that really heavily with uh, the, the Twenty One Pilots, which is a big elaborate mm. story, huge yeah, but story. That's, that's different. It not really. It's different. I think. Well, it is well, different because it it's a confirmed story, yeah. and it's as also opposed to in music videos. It's not. In f- well, no, only only a f- small handful of their music videos are very front facing, telling the story. All the rest is encrypted. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it is a story, but I wouldn't consider it necessarily crossover, unless no. you were looking at a you know, like. I, I would consider like when you looked at that song mm-hmm. that they released the years ago. And oh, you com- migraine. Yeah. yeah. And you compared it to what's happening in the current video. 
that's crossover. I There's think. tons of crossover though. Yeah. Like their color coordination that I've talked about in my videos, mm -hmm. how their colors today, they had the same colors. <sighs> yeah. I've been talking about 21 <laughs> Pilots for literally 15 seconds and you're already <sighs> checking out. <laughs> Look. Hands on the knees. The Vessel. Yeah. Their second album <clears throat> is called Vessel. Yeah. Now Vessel, the term actually means something from this latest music video. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's cool. It's a lot of overlap and it's really cool. Yeah, there's crossover in the in the, the music artist creator. Twenty one pilot 21 lore. Pilot lore. If you want to if you twenty one pilot cannon. Let me let me say this real quick. If you like resonated with Nicolas Cage looking for clues in for the treasure in National Treasure. Yeah. If you resonated with that spirit, maybe you resonate with Indiana Jones. And you're like, I'm an adventurer. I need to dig up clues. That feels like the 21 Pilots thing. That's I what can, it feels like. I can like. totally understand getting behind that. I really you would, if you're, if you're that kind of person. I mean, like I love it now. <laughs> I love it now. But I did. I never, I, I didn't find something like you did in 21 Pilots that made me continue looking for it. Okay. Mm -hmm. So. Could have been the Pixar theory. Uh, you know what has, does not connect Mm -hmm. At all, yep. Except for just being a terrible movie, yep. Our terrible tier list. That's right. Yeah, I brought a terrible tier film, and Joshua gave me some pushback when he saw what this was. Uh, I have a, I have a quick word to say. Uh, I'm, I'm, I have never seen the movie, so I said no, the argument was about it. something completely different. I brought it up. You're gonna have to explain yourself. My terrible tier is Cruella. Came out Disney Plus <clears throat> in and in theaters 2021. I have never seen the movie. I'm only going to say I'm pretty sure it's a, more of a kid's movie. Yeah. That and that was my argument. Said. But I said I had not seen it. So I can't say it's not. Shouldn't be on this list. My pushback is this was not just for kids. There was a ton of adults that are like, Cruella, we're going to watch it. There's a lot of edgy stuff in here that was obviously meant for adults. Like with the fashion world, mm -hmm. the dark side of fashion, all of that. Okay. I mean- it, there, it is friendly for a certain age range of kids. Like, yeah. I would say six and up, chill to watch, all right? But it's also, there's a lot of stuff for adults hidden in there as Disney and, you know, as classically done. Cruella was advertised as kind of like this. It had a similar aesthetic to what we saw from the Batman. Yeah. You know, it was this <laughs> dark, gothic, kind of like, Rustic. Like, almost like a Tim Burton. Yeah, film. yeah, a little bit. Um, I was kind of interested. I love Emma Stone as an actor. Um, I was introduced to her by watching The Help, actually. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Yeah, The Help was the first movie I watched with her. Was, she, was that her? That was her. She smoked a lot of cigarettes in that film. Oh. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that was Emma Stone. Okay. Um, and I was like, ah, she's going to do pretty good. I'm interested. And I watched it, and I was like, the storytelling is whack. Yeah. The story across the board is whack. Her origin story is whack. And plus, the concept of Cruella and who she becomes in 101 Dalmatians, who she's supposed to be, doesn't track. She didn't kill any animals in this? No. And in <laughs> fact, if I'm recalling, she's actually, she actually ends not that kind of person. Like, she's not cruel. She's not cruel. Okay. Oh. She's not cruel. 
Yeah. She ends as like a good, kind of morally corrupt, but like a likable good character who actually cares about the vulnerable. You know what I mean? That Yeah, see, that's my issue with like She's this. She's not cruel. With Maleficent. Yeah, not Where it was like, it's like, let's take these crazy, cool, awesome female villains and make them good. Yeah. Because they're know? female. They have a vagina. Let's make them good when they were. <laughs> is that what you're, you're going to say that? Uh, no, right now Hollywood is on a kick that's like, if they have vagina, good. Good. Yeah. Uh, but that's, they, that's these what are Hollywood's like at some right of the now. coolest villains in all of Disney. And let's let's neuter them, essentially. Essentially, yeah. And make them make them good characters. I'm waiting to see the uh, uh, the. Uh, the rescuers, you know, the evil lady in the rescuers who forces mm-hmm. the kid to go down into the hole. <laughs> I'm waiting for the origin story about her. I'm waiting for where uh, she was like abuses a kid. Yeah, she was. She literally abuses. She has an eating disorder. Her, like, her husband. And she was a, a prostitute for a while. Yeah, absolutely against her will. I. That I'm waiting. Dark. I'm waiting for That's the one. Dark, I'm waiting for the one where she's the hero, <laughs> where she's the good person. I hate it, man. All that to say, Cruella sucked. Mm-hmm. Um. We already we have films that I would rank higher as better films that we've already put on the terrible tier. So this is worse. This is worse, worse in my mind. So this is up there in the list. This isn't def. I don't think this is the top of the list for bad tiers, uh, bad films on our we tier gotta, list. Are you? But this is definitely not like the best of our tier list. When we do no, the not. ranking for these, are we going to have to go back? People who have not seen these movies have to watch them. No. Then I how do I know, like, Cruella's worse than... You're going to have to take my word for it. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll, we'll get through it. Um, <laughs> you just don't want to go watch it. You know what? No. You know what's weird about this film? Hmm. She's actually... She's not cruel to, like, Dalmatians, or she's not cruel to... Animals. Animals. For, like, in the middle section, she's kind of cruel to her friends. Friends. Uh, that's the story. She's kind of... She kind of be becomes animals. mean to her friends for a minute. See... I think a, a more interesting movie would be Cruella is a closet sociopath yeah. who likes to hurt animals, and she's worried that she's going to become, like, uh, a serial killer. And I'm only saying this because of the serial killer book I listened to. <laughs> and so to avoid that fate, she, she, gets, slaughtering baby dogs. she gets into fashion. <sighs> and in the course of getting into fashion, she realizes that, like, oh, it, like, just a little if you just skin this animal it makes such a beautiful blouse also you can and feel so their she, warm blood on your she skin accidentally falls back into that sociopathic <laughs> behavior but of in killing animals in the world of fashion that'd be sick i'd be down um cruella don't recommend it don't watch it it sucks and ladies and gentlemen that's the episode we've come to the end thank you for watching <sighs> Um, we gotta record the midnight special. Yes. Here in just a few. How are you feeling? You feel alright? You feel better? You feel the same? You feel you Come on man, make a decision. I'm feeling the same. Okay. Um I don't know if it's just me. Mm-hmm. I do feel like I'm a part of the club again. <laughs> part of what club? With the mic. With the mic? Yeah. Oh, you felt out of the loop. I felt out of the loop for like a with long your time. little silver mic. I have a little black, black bulbous thing looking yeah. at me just right here.